News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News. Uh, we are joined uh, by the uh, Minister for Foreign Affairs, uh, Simon Coveney. Minister, just to bring us up to speed. Where are we at w- w- between you and, and the British government in terms of resuming negotiations on, on the protocol? Hi, Shane. Uh, well, I mean, we're in a, a better place than we were, I, I think, is the, is the factual position. And that's because there has been a real effort from the new team in the British government to reach out to Dublin and to reach out to Brussels to try and improve relations and to try and rebuild some trust. Uh, so I think we've created a, you know, a flicker of optimism um, that, um, uh, that both sides uh, can work towards resolving some of these outstanding protocol issues that have been out, outstanding for far too long and, of course, have caused enormous polarisation uh, of opinion in Northern Ireland and a lot of tension as well. Um, that being said, um, so far, uh, it's been uh, you know, an improvement of the mood music. Um, I mean, I had a very good meeting last night with uh, Foreign Secretary James Cleverly. Uh, we had him for dinner in the Irish Embassy in London. We, we talked about a whole range of things from, uh, from Ukraine to energy cooperation, but, but we spent most of the time, as you would expect, talking about how we can overcome the differences uh, that we have on the protocol and how it's implemented so that we can respond to unionist concerns in Northern Ireland, but of course protect Irish and EU interests as well. Are, are, they, um, are they operating today, in good faith, do you believe? The, the Taoiseach says he believes think, they are. I think they are. You know, I have, I, um, I'll be co-chairing today with the new Secretary of State for Northern Ireland, uh, what's called the British Irish Intergovernmental Conference. Minister Helen McEntee is here with me. Uh, Steve Baker is here as well. Um, and I expect that meeting will also be warm and cordial. We'll be dealing with awkward uh, issues, other issues where we have a difference of opinion with the British government, like legacy, for example, like citizenship rights uh, in Northern Ireland, um, looking at some of the unilateral legislation that the British government has been bringing forward around nationality and, and borders, uh, around legacy, uh, around human rights issues in Northern Ireland. So, you know, I think it's important to say, honestly, while the mood has improved, and I think the relationships and trust has improved between the two governments, we still have some difficult issues to resolve. Um, but I think you start in politics by improving relationships and then you work through the issues one after the other. And we'll be doing that in some detail uh, today in London. Um, uh, we are very focused, by the way, on trying to make progress sooner rather than later on some of these protocol issues because, of course, we have a deadline uh, of the 28th of October uh, where if there's not any, uh, a functioning executive and assembly uh, in Northern Ireland, uh, well, then the Secretary of State for Northern Ireland is obliged to set a date for a new election. Mm. Uh, and a new election, I think, in Northern Ireland will take us backwards uh, because it tends to polarise opinion even further uh, and make compromise more difficult. So uh, I'm not suggesting that we're going to get everything done by the 28th of October. Certainly we won't. Uh, but we do need to work towards uh, trying to make some progress on some of the key issues that matter uh, to people in the north. Would it be a, a sign of even better faith by the British government were they to suspend the, uh, the, the processing of legislation through Westminster on the protocol? It would, but I think um, I think we could focus too much on that issue uh, as opposed to the actual outstanding issues of what the compromises look like uh, in terms of a, a an agreement through negotiation on the implementation of the protocol. I mean, you know, the unilateral legislation is deeply unhelpful. We know that um, uh, the EU has made its view very clear on that, as have I on behalf of the Irish government. 
But, you know, that legislation is not going to become law anytime soon. Uh, it's come through the initial uh, stages in the House of Commons. It's now going to the House of Lords. We know it'll be stuck there for quite some time because many in the House of Lords have a real problem with that legislation. Um, so there is really no chance of that legislation becoming law before the end of the year and probably well into next year. Um, so we do have a window uh, to effectively set aside the, the, the frustrations with that legislation and that approach, which is very much unilateral, and instead focus on partnership and compromise. Uh, because for the first time now, we have seen real and honest engagement between the two negotiating teams uh, since February. You know, and uh, that's a long time uh, uh, to to allow okay. to pass without any serious negotiation. So we're now back in negotiating mode uh, between the UK and the EU, uh, and we need to work hard to make that work. Uh, and notwithstanding, and, and you correctly point out, there are uh, key issues, key stumbling blocks, uh, the, 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 the British government uh, acceptance, for example, of the jurisdiction of the European Court of Justice. Notwithstanding those issues... Uh, are you up? Are you optimistic at this stage that that a deal will be done? Is that going too far? Uh, look, I mean, I, 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 it's my job to be optimistic, you know, and and I think from the comments coming out of Dublin and London and Brussels, you know, I think others are now seeing what's happening and there are flickers of optimism in terms of where this process might go. Uh, but I think we shouldn't get carried away um, while the, uh, the relationships are clearly improving. Uh, there are still uh, strong differences of opinion uh, in terms of how the protocol should be implemented. And we have to find uh, middle ground uh, positions that both sides can, can adopt. And, you know, I think the aim here should be you know, a nil-all draw where everybody wins uh, in terms of getting uh, an agreement that everybody can live with, uh, but, but of course involves compromise on all sides. Uh, and I think the EU has already shown a willingness to compromise in terms of some of the papers that it's published and produced. Uh, and I hope uh, that the British government's new approach is certainly indicating that, what, that, that they're willing to move into that space as well. Okay. But, but time will tell. And ultimately, this negotiation needs to conclude between London and Brussels. Uh, and we're very careful to ensure that, that it remains a London-Brussels negotiation. But of course, the Irish government has, a, has an input into, her, into how those compromises might look. Uh, and that's why we're we're here today, and that's why I had a you know a long meeting with James Cleverly last night. Minister, I know you're under uh, time pressure. Just very briefly, and I know you've been largely concentrating on uh, issues that we've just been talking about. But reports are uh, suggesting in the paper today that the government is considering a winter ban on evictions that could be put in place until the end of March. It's part of plans to deal with the cost of living crisis. Is it something you personally would favour? Well, I know that Dara O'Brien is looking at that at the moment. Uh, it's not as straightforward as you might think uh, in terms of property rights, in terms of legal challenges. Um, uh, so certainly I think the government is, is open to looking at that. Uh, but I'd like to wait and see uh, what Dara O'Brien comes back to government with in terms of how it can be done, because I know he needs to get advice from the AG on that. Uh, it's not as simple as just making that decision, uh, because there are... There are property rights and legal issues that need to be considered, but it's certainly the government uh, is, is looking at it, uh, and I expect we'll be able to make decisions on that uh, relatively soon. Uh, but I'd, I'd leave it up to the line minister to, uh, to come back with the recommendations. Foreign Affairs Minister Simon Coveney, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. 
News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.